You're listening to Bowls Australia's official podcast, The Right Line, rolling you through the latest from the world of bowls. Subscribe now via your favourite podcast app. Hello and welcome to The Right Line, Bowls Australia's official podcast. Val Febo here with you for episode 65 today where we're leading into the World Championships. We are under a month away, which is so exciting. And we've got a bit of a Canadian theme show today because Ryan Bester is going to join us a little bit later, former world champion in 2004. But before we get to him, we have a lady who's making her maiden World Championships appearance this year. And that, of course, is Emma Boyd. She lives in Australia and she's representing the Maple Leaf flag and looking forward to seeing her in action. Emma, how are you? Thank you for joining me. Hi, Val. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm just so stoked to be here and absolutely privileged to be um, selected on, I guess, what you could say is home turf. So, Yes, certainly. How is the excitement for you? It is your maiden world championship. So, you know, you must be absolutely jumping out of your skin to get this opportunity and, and strut your stuff on what are essentially home greens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am just, no, I'm just so excited. Um, I think the opportunity to live here and work on the Gold Coast has just really um, elevated my bowling experience. I've been sort of knocking at that door um, for that um, top five spot. And um, I've been selected this year and I'm just absolutely privileged to have been given an opportunity. And like you said, to represent the Maple Leaf and alongside um, some really good friends and a really good crew. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm just stoked. (laughs) Um, And what was your reaction when you got the selection and the call up that you would be playing? Yeah, I, um, I got the phone call during our state championships um here in queensland so we were all up on a sunny coast and um i had to keep it really quiet from like my peers and my bowls peers and um it was just when i actually could finally tell everyone it was just unbelievable and getting that initial phone call i was just like crying and like just our um head coach terry scott just said to me like just go sit there take it in and um like we really believe in you and good luck. And yeah, I'm just privileged to be selected. And what about your family? How are they? Yeah. Um, well, my Nana who now lives in England, she's the one who introduced me to the sport when I was 10 and she was just wrapped for me. Like she just couldn't believe it. And, um, yeah, my parents are also supportive and my family's so supportive. So they're just um, really, really happy for me. My partner's really happy for me. So, yeah, I think they all have the same emotions as me. Like, can't believe it. Wow, this is so cool. But, but you know, now we've got a job to do and um, have to train and and really give it our best shot for, you know, world championships. And I can see how passionate you are about the sport and you know how passionate you are to be playing and how excited you are what does it mean to you to represent Canada um everything like I I grew up there um obviously and you sort of grow up looking at um like your sports idols and for me like a lot of my sporting idols were like obviously Canadian and um like I've I've always wanted to represent the Maple Leaf in, in any sport um, and to be doing it at this big of a stage in so- somewhere where I'm so familiar with, it's just it's just so exciting. 
Well, that was going to be my next uh, question. You're living on the Gold Coast now. So how much do you think your knowledge of these greens will help you throughout the event? Because obviously you play at these venues so regularly. So, you know, that must be a massive advantage for you. Yeah, it is. It is a really big advantage. Um, Like regularly we're playing our pennant season and Premier League season on these greens that we're playing on as well as just, you know, um, random tournaments here and there. So I think it's really given me um, a huge advantage to just go and drive 30 minutes and go and train and practice and um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely trying to make the most of that opportunity because I'm so lucky to have the opportunity, whereas a lot of um, my teammates won't be able to until we get going um, and come together for our um, camp, which is a week prior. Um, so I'm just um, really, really lucky to be able to get as much time as I can on these home greens. And like I said, we're playing pennant um, there for the past five weeks, we've been playing all around clubs on the Gold Coast. So I really feel like I'm getting my getting my feel of all the different greens, and nice. um, it's pretty homely though. Like, like I just I know all these clubs like the back of my hand. So, and well, you've just played an Australian Open at a lot of them, so that certainly helps as well. But how has the preparation been for you? Um, you'll be playing triples and fours, so you know what is it? What has it been like? What have you been trying to work on? And um, you know, how many of the five clubs have you been able to get out to? Yeah, like like I said, I'm so lucky that I'm able to get to pretty much all of them. I think Paradise Point would be one that I haven't um, personally played on the um, grass as much as I would have liked to. Um, but yeah, my my preparation is sort of for that back end role, which um, so I'm skipping the triples and playing three or as we call it vice in Canada. Um, in the fours, so just preparing for that back end role. And a lot of the time, it's not about your balls; it's about your voice, and it's about um, how you support your teammates. So, um, as long as I'm doing that and being really positive with my teammates, then for me myself, like good balls just kind of follows through with that. Um, so I've just just got to be um, a really good teammate. That's my mentality going into it, and to be as su- supportive as I can. That's great. And how much correspondence have you had with your teammates or your Canadian teammates that you'd be playing with? Yeah. Um, well, at least with the girls, we've got like a, a bit of a group chat nice. going on um, with our final five that were selected. So um, I think that's really good in keeping um, us all in communication because we're all in different time zones, obviously, because they're all across Canada. Um, and we've got Kelly and myself in Australia and Joanna's in Australia at the moment as well. So that's really handy. Um, so as for the girls, I, we do talk a fair bit um, and Bowls Canada is pretty good at getting us into monthly sort of meetings and catch-ups and then breaking us off into our men's and women's teams and um, really getting into the nitty-gritty what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, as well as we've got a nutritionist, um, a sports psychologist um, and uh, someone to help with us with our fitness. Um, so, you know, we've got a really good all-round encompassing environment. But, um, yeah, I think that all helps us on and off the green. Amazing. And 2004 in air was Canada's only world championships gold medal. That was Ryan Bester and Keith Roney. How much would it mean to you to add to that tally in a month's time oh like i 
I yeah, I couldn't even imagine it. Like that gives me goosebumps just even thinking about it. Um, but I think like for myself or anybody on the squad, if we were to get another gold medal, I just think like I'd be so absolutely pleased for all of us you know like we've been really working hard as a squad all together um building and building on previous experiences and previous relationships we've built together so I think um we're, we're only going up from here so if myself or anyone on the squad could um get a gold medal or any medal like we I think we'd be absolutely wrapped um you know I think yeah, we've just we've just given ourselves a really good opportunity. Certainly have. And now you've lived in how long have you lived in Australia for now and and what was the decision to move down originally? Um so I've lived here for four and a half years. So yep. January um 2019 I yep. moved out. So I originally was just coming to backpack and nice. Um travel and whatnot and then I ended up seeing how amazing it was on the Gold Coast like I'm so blessed to be able to live here and and call this my home now um but yeah I I just sort of fell in love with the place fell in love with bowls um and the high level of bowls was um incredibly appealing to me as well um and to realize that you can get a job in bowls whereas in Canada everything's pretty much volunteer run from your green keepers to um inside like bars everything it's all volunteer based so um, being able to have a job in a sport that I'm so passionate about as well as to play the sport um it's just incredible so yeah we don't really get many opportunities like this um in Canada so I just thought you know may as well move out here give it my best shot and I did eventually end up meeting my partner Dale so he definitely was um one of the big reasons that I wanted to stay so Ah, sensational. And well, speaking of working in bowls, you work at Club Tweed. Tell us a little bit about that and how long you've worked there for and what the role is. Um, So I've worked here for the past 18 months, I would say. So this is my second um, sort of busy season. We've got an incredibly busy season in August. Um, So July, August. Um, So that's through from the Junior Golden Nugget, Golden Nugget Australian Indoor. Um, And my position here is, um, so I'm the bowls assistant. So my um, manager is Wayne Turley. So I just basically assist him and try and keep this ship running as smoothly as possible. Um, Yeah, it's been incredibly busy this year. I just feel like um, building off last year, um, it's just, yeah, it's just doubled, even tripled how much workload and, and all the stuff that goes in behind the scenes. A lot of people don't realize how much goes on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it for the first time. I was in Europe for the indoors last year, so looking forward to getting up there in a few weeks' time for it. But it is one of the most renowned and biggest clubs in Australia. What makes it such a great place to work? Um, I would have to say the people, like I think in any job, your people and the people that you surround yourself with are incredibly important and just everywhere you go from different departments everyone's making you laugh everyone's having a chuckle like you know we all have our serious moments but you have to love what you do and um i would say a lot of people love what they do here and it's an incredibly supportive club of like inclusivity um and of bowls um still 
So like we've got our CEO, Jared Robinson, who is on the Bowls Australia board, you know, like we've got, we've just got a lot of moving parts to this club. Um, and it all seems to be running incredibly smoothly for a, a club this size. Nah, it's it's great. And I think what you guys do in terms of, yeah, the inclusivity, the rainbow versatility pairs you had a few weeks ago, um, that looked sensational from afar. So you did a great job there. And, and look at the members that you've got, though. You've got Chloe Stewart, Kira Burke, Lindsay Clark, Damien Delgado, Serena Bonnell, um, Alan Faulkner is now there, Claire Turley. There are so many. How supportive are they of your career? Oh, like the girls are... Like, I can genuinely say, like, we're all friends on and off the green. Like, and I think that really helps in terms of um, your camaraderie on the green. We all just want to see each other succeed. Um, and we all just want to see each other do our best. So I think that really um, honestly helps. But at the end of the day, they're all such nice people. And I think, like, we all keep saying it, like, our vibe is great. Yeah. Our, our vibe is just like all in unison and we all want to achieve very similar things um, and we all want to be as supportive as possible and you can just see it like we all sort of it all sort of sets the tone um, across the green so yeah no I, I love all of our girls we've got some excellent um, members at this club and like, like I'm just so privileged to be a part of it um, like, you know, you stand on the green, you go, oh, my gosh, like I'm I'm bowling with all these like amazing bowlers. Right. Like it's just um, it's really honestly surreal is probably one of the words I would use to describe it. And then, you know, to get off the green and just like, yeah, every everyone's friends. Like it's just so right. it's so nice. It is the best thing that I've seen about the sport, the camaraderie between all the bowlers. It is sensational no matter where you're from. Um, you know, all of them, you know, everyone's sort of working towards that one goal, but they're all doing it together, which is great. And um, just one final one before we get to a little bit of fun. How did you start in bowls? You said that your nana was the um, was the one that introduced you to the sport. So how did you start and when did you realise that it was a, 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 you know, you were a massive shot at actually achieving international glory? Sure. Um, yeah. So like I said, my, my Nana, Mary Hargraves, she did a lot, um, with juniors in Canada and especially in the area that we lived in. So I joined the Tawasin Lawn Bowling Club when I was 10 and, um, it just sort of like, it just bit, like, I just loved the sport. I fell in love with the sport. I played, um, heaps of other sports, but bowls was ideally the one for me. And I was surrounded by a lot of um, young people as well at that club where in Canada, it's not really a young person sport as well as Australia, but yeah. more so in Canada, it's not. Um, and so I just, I just loved it. And I loved, like I said, the camaraderie and um, yeah, so it sort of started working my way up the ranks in Canada. And um, when I eventually did come out here, just the, um, sportsmanship and how high you can elevate your bowls living out in Australia uh, really appealed to me. So I just think like I'm learning every single day. I never, ever know everything. And so I think as much as I can learn about this sport and absorb, um, I think is what's best for me. So Amazing. All right. Now, a little bit of fun. Now we play this with all of our interviewees after after the main interview. It's called short ends. So what it is, I'm going to ask you a question, and there's about eight of them, and you just come up with the quickest answer that you can think of. So no no thought applied. Just go whatever you want to go with. Just go with it. All right. Okay. So first one: chocolate, 
fridge or pantry? Now, this is the contentious one. Um, fridge. I've got a chocolate oh, no. shelf in my fridge. You're a fridge person. Yeah. I know. It's oh, horrendous. Disappointing. I've got like a little allocated spot for my oh, chocolate. Fair enough. That is, I, I do like that, but just it should be in the pantry. <laughs> uh, but that's all right. We'll let it slide. Now, your okay. biggest your biggest pet peeve. Oh, this is horrible. But people who walk really slow, I no. think because I've got long legs and I'm tall, so, like, I want to get places fast. So I agree. That is one of mine too, slow walking yeah. or slow driving. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, so just slow walking yeah. for me. I don't mind slow driving. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. That's I'm the exact same. Now, best thing about Canada? Um, anybody who knows me, I'm obsessed with Tim Hortons and Tim Hortons is, um, sort of like a coffee chain, like Zarafas. So I would definitely say Tim Hortons has nice. my heart. Nice. Yeah. Um, what's the best dish that you can cook? Um, probably like a Thai or a stir fry. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Your favorite non-bowls athlete. I have to say like a basketball player, like LeBron James, Steph Curry probably. Very nice. And favourite movie? Um, The Notebook. That's the first one that came to mind, but yeah, The Notebook. I've not actually seen it and I need to. I just, yeah, I'm not quite prepared to like go into a full crying mode, but once I am, then I reckon I'll watch it. Now, if you could... movie. (laughs) Yeah. If you could take three bowlers with you to a desert island, who would they be? Well, I would just want to have fun. So probably Linny Clark. Yeah. Because I feel like she could be cool headed and like get us through a situation. Or you could just laugh at her the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. And then um, probably Chloe and Kira because I feel like us four working together, we, we could just figure it out very you know, nice whatever happens they can figure it out <laughs> nice and um last one cats or dogs dogs dog person i've got a dog perfect Love dog. awesome awesome well yeah. emma thank you very much for joining me on the show it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you a little bit more ahead of the world championships good luck and it would be great to see you up on the top step of that podium uh, with canada's second gold medal so good luck and uh, we'll see you in a few weeks thank you so much thanks for having me Cheers. Emma Boyd there joining me on the right line representing Canada in the triples and fours at the World Bowls Championships. Up next, though, Ryan Bester, one of Canada's only World Bowls champions. Fast, fun and for everyone. Bowls Australia's social bowls program, Jack Attack, is like barefoot bowls but better. Jack Attack is the perfect way for beginners to get into bowls with the short and sharp format suitable for people of all ages. Head to jackattack.com.au for more information. You're listening to The Right Line, Val Febo, here with you on Bowls Australia's official podcast. A big thank you to Emma Boyd for joining me in the last segments, and we continue the Canadian flavour on today's show. And, well, it wouldn't be a Canadian show without Canadian royalty, and his name is Ryan Bester, 2004 world champion. Ryan, thank you very much for joining me on the show. It's a pleasure to have you on, and uh, how are you going? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks for having me on. I listen to it um, quite regularly, so good to be on the show and uh, promote the World Championships. So you're the one. You're the one that listens every week. We love it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, thank you for joining us, and congrats on another World Championship selection. Your fifth time 
for Canada at the event. How much does that mean to you? That's, you know, this is what, 20 or nearly 20 years of playing world championships. It's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, you know, when you're starting out and you're a teenager, you just want to go to one. Um, so to make five is quite special. And this one, it'd be a bit more special because it's, you know, it's been seven years since the last one. And obviously it's at Broad Beach where I work. So I've been looking forward to it for three or four years now, getting everything ready. So it'll be good when it's finally here and uh, we can get out and, you know, play another world championship. Yeah, we're a few months away in 2020 and then uh, that bloody pandemic hit and we're still waiting three and a bit years later, but we can't wait for it a month's time. Now, it is home soil technically, as you said, because you work at Broadpeach, you live on the Gold Coast. How much are you looking forward to that? Yeah, no, it should be fantastic. Uh, my parents are coming down as well. Oh, nice. Um, so last time they were here was the Commonwealth Games, just five years ago. So it'll be good. But just, yeah, familiar surroundings, all the club members here and all, all of the Gold Coast um, yeah, so many nice people. So they'll be coming out, obviously cheering for Australia first and then probably New Zealand second and maybe Canada third. Well, I reckon you're, you're, you've, you're in the hearts of a lot of Australians. Don't you worry about that. But how, um, how excited were you when you found out you would be playing? Yeah, obviously, you know, you're really excited. Um, we had a camp. I had to go back to Vancouver. We had a camp on the indoor at the start of May. Yeah. Um, so there were seven guys there vying for the five spots. Um, so I played pretty good there. So I was, I was pretty confident. But yeah, every time you get the call, anytime you can put on, you know, the maple leaf, it's qu- it's quite special. And you'll of course have a special little fan at the event. Your son. How excited are you to represent Canada in front of him for the first? Would it be the first time? Yeah, yeah, for first time. Um, he was a, member, a month old at the Commonwealth Games yeah. um, last year. But yeah, it'd be awesome to him, have him on the sideline. Uh, the only problem is he'll want to get on the green. So he, he loves playing. He, he bowls our pool balls. We have a pool table at home. Yeah. And he, he's rolling the pool balls like bowls. So um, Rachel will be making sure he doesn't hop out in the green because he'll want to get on it. But it'll be extra special. Um, I'll fit him out in some candy gear. Nice. And um, yeah, his smile on my face might be that little thing that can get me over the line this time. Ah, very nice. And and you and Keith Roney made history in air in 2004. You took home the pairs gold for Canada. That is the nation's only gold medal at the tournament. How special is that memory still to this day? Yeah, yeah, but I still remember it. You know, when um, Ireland skipped Mrs. Last Wall, I just screamed and threw my hat in the air and was that excited. And it was kind of, you know, I played the Commonwealth Games before and it's my first real one. Now I've been to many more. It's, you know, probably will mean more if I can get another world title just to see how hard it is to win. And, um, yeah, 19 years on, it'd be fantastic to, to snake can the second gold medal. Yeah, what, what would it mean to you? to win that second one and, you know, that 19-year gap and, you know, for you to do it again, yeah. what, you know, that that would be something special. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Obviously, um, I read that the Bulls Australia, uh, they do the update and they said Brett Wilkie's the only ma- man, male Australian player, to win two world titles. Yeah. So to win his second world title just shows how hard it is, um, especially, you know, I'm getting 38 now, a bit older, it'll be um, very special. Certainly would be. And yeah, you're right. They are so hard to win. And, you know, I think uh, I was doing that article and yeah. you see that all the Australian women that have won multiple world championships, but it, it, they they are so competitive and so hard to win. So it would be sensational to see a second. But you've won silver in the men's singles at the last two and medaled at the last three. 
How confident are you of a deep run? Because this is an event where you flourished before you've obviously got the gold and three other medals. So, you know, how confident are you, especially on your home greens? And the final, should you get there, will be at your home club. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've started my preparation, played the Golden Nugget um, this past week. Didn't do as good as I did. We had a very hard section. And then got the UBC next week. And then Canada arrives and they'll put in a good, good weeks of practice. Um, I have a hard group. I got England, um, Japan, which is Kenta, who yes. plays out of the St. John's Park Bowls Club in South Africa. So it's a hard group, which could be good. You know, you have to be on your toes right from the start, and every game is going to matter. And obviously, yeah, the final is going to be on Green Four, um, where the Australian Open final is, and you can't get a better green in the world. So if I can make that final, um, I like my chances on that green if it's uh, if it's running pretty quick, and uh, hopefully home home crowd advantage. Ah, very nice. And uh, how much do the others in the Canadian team look to you for insight, uh, I guess, about playing these events? Because you played so many and you, you're kind of that elder statesman now of the team, not calling you old, but, um, you know, you're, you're the most experienced one there. So, um, you know, how do they look to you for advice and insight into these competitions? Uh, yeah, you know, a lot. We have a one um, kind of new player, um, coming down but the rest have been here quite quite often with the asia pacifics obviously everything's been in australia the last few years um and the women we have kelly mccarahan and emma Boyd. but just gonna be little things um all five clubs i know all the greens there you know can you know bit of which you know going east west and north south a lot different on each greens with the wind and that so you know all those little things if you can get an extra two or three shots a game um could help out so uh, during the practice, we'll be going to each venue and we'll be writing a little book of what we can look forward to. Uh, very nice. Now, Ryan, before we let you go, we've got short ends and we're going to be asking you just a couple of quick questions. Now, I think you said you've heard this before, so I don't need to explain it too much, but this is the most contentious one. The first one, chocolate, do you keep it in the fridge or do you keep it in the pantry? Uh, fridge. Oh, so Emma Boyd was the same, actually. It's it, I, I don't know why, it, but... It's, it's got to be Canadian thing. Uh, must be, must be. <laughs> now, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, biggest pet peeve. Uh, I'll go respot. Reese? Oh, really? I oh, will actually yeah. coming from coming from you, the best driver in the world. Um, yeah. Speaking of, who has the better drive, you or a prime Rob Perella? Oh, probably a Perella. Okay, all right. That's very humble of you, but I've seen you drive, Ryan, and you're pretty damn good. Now, the best thing about Canada? Uh, hockey. Hockey, very nice. Who do you support? And, and, and Neil Young. Who do you support in the hockey? Uh, the Maple Leafs. Ah, very nice. Best dish that you can cook? I'm not a very good cook. Um, probably carbonara. Very nice. Now, your favourite non-bowls athlete? Ooh, uh, I'll go Barry Bonds. Enlighten me. <laughs> oh, he, he's a best. Oh, he's a home run king for baseball. Ah, very nice. I've yeah. seen him a few times. Yeah, baseball's not one that I. Uh, I'm a big sports fan, but baseball's uh, uh, probably my favorite American sport. But I just don't follow it enough. Now, your favorite TV show? Uh, probably The Wire. Very good. And cats or dogs? Dogs. 
Okay, beautiful. Well, Ryan, best there. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. Looking forward to seeing you in action at the World Championships where you have flourished on so many occasions before. It's been a pleasure to get to know you over the years and fingers crossed that can culminate in uh, in somewhat of another big, big run because you certainly deserve it, mate. You're one of the great men of, uh, of bowls and looking forward to seeing you up there in a month. Yeah, cheers, thanks. Looking forward to it. Ryan Best there joining me on the right line, 2004 world champion for Canada. But he's essentially Australian anyway. He lives here and has done so much on uh, on our stages at the Bowls Premier League. He's a two-time MVP there. He's won the tournament on many occasions, including this year with the Moama Steamers, Australian Open singles champion and player of the tournament as well. He's an out-and-out star of Australian and world bowls, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do on the Gold Coast in just under a month's time. That's about it for us here on The Right Line. A big thank you to Ryan and Emma Boyd for joining me on today's Canadian-flavoured show. And remember, you can subscribe via Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your shows from. Our show will be there and also follow Bowls Australia's social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn to stay in touch with everything that's happening in the world of bowls leading up to the World Bowls Championships on the Gold Coast at the end of August. It's been Val Febo with you on another episode of The Right Line. We'll catch you next week.